0: here, so we're going to be reacting to an article called Four Simple Ways to Boost Your Retirement Savings Right Now by James Brimley of The Motley Fool, but this article is on USA Today. So every investor would like to squeeze more gains out of the market without taking on more risk, but that's just not how things work. This dance is ultimately about managing trade-offs like sacrificing upside potential in exchange for greater certainty. If you want to grow a bigger retirement nest egg without changing your stock picking approach, your only option is to tuck more away now. With that as the backdrop, here's a look at four different ways you can start putting more of your money to work in the market within a matter of days. Number one. Max out your employer's matching contribution. While not everyone works for a company that offers this perk, about half of the major employers in the U.S. will match up to a limit the amount of your own money you're contributing to your company-sponsored retirement plan. The matched figure can vary from one organization to the next, but one of the more common matching arrangements Calls for an employer contribution of 50% of every one of your dollars put into the plan, up to 6% of your salary. At the very least, you should be chipping in the amount the organization is willing to match, even if you're not immediately vested. That is to say, even if you have to wait a few years before you can actually lay claim to the company's contributed portion of your retirement fund, you should still be making your own contributions. I would have to agree with that. Number two, automate your savings. Just because a worker is earning more than enough money to build a nice nest egg, doesn't mean they're actually tucking those funds away. It's easy to spend it as soon as you see it in your bank account without ever really thinking about saving it for the future. Fortunately, there's a simple solution. Most banks and brokers will now facilitate the automated hands-free movement of a fixed amount of money from one account to another. The only discipline you need is the discipline to spend a few minutes setting up such an arrangement, even starting with a modest automated contribution of $100 per month from a checking or savings account to an IRA or brokerage account is a good start. Best of all, you don't really miss it when you have never really see the extra $100 sitting in your bank account. Your brain subconsciously adapts to the slighter, smaller budget you're now managing every month. And the thing is, you know, this is actually a really good idea, especially if you're someone that has a bad habit of not really ever investing, right? And so you could easily, like, in the description of this episode, you could actually go to two different, well, actually, no, three different things, depending on how you want to do it, right? So you could go to Robinhood in the description and get a free stock, right? But you could automate your, like, like investing to, like, a index fund, Right, that tracks like the S&P 500, and you could do that on like a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. Right, like a set amount. Now, with another one called Acorns, right, every time you spend money, it will basically round it up to the next dollar and automatically invest your money in a certain type of funds based off your risk tolerance. That's also a good way to automate your investing so that every time you spend money no matter what you're still always investing as well right and it may not seem like much but it just adds up right it's just a good idea to keep adding more and more money towards investments towards investments and another route is more of a cryptocurrency route well if you go to in the description you could join coinbase get I believe a free ten dollars of Bitcoin and you could automate your investments in there and like every day or every week or every month you buy a certain amount of Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, all that kind of stuff, whatever cryptocurrency you're into, even I believe Shiba Inu. Number three, cut out the silly spending. So, of course, if you can find more than an extra $100 a month to save for retirement, you certainly should, and this isn't as tough as it may seem. If you're serious about saving as consumers, we have a tendency to spend more than we realize. For instance, number crunching from Visa suggests the average American spends nearly $3,000 on lunches per year, with the cost of buying a lunch about twice as much as making one for yourself at home. About two-thirds of the nation's typical $60 per month gym memberships go completely unused, according to a survey performed by Ladder in one poll. Some coffee drinkers are even shelling out as much as $2,000 per year to get their caffeine fix. These are all costs that can be curbed, even if not entirely kicked to the curb. It's not a stretch to say the average U.S. resident could call a couple thousand dollars worth of annual spending if they really wanted to and instead put that money into a retirement fund. Number four, consider the timing of your taxes. Finally, while everyone loves the idea of lowering their tax bill, things are not always as they seem on this front because obviously the IRS always wants to mess with you. Broadly speaking, you want to pay taxes when your tax rate is the lowest it's apt to be, and you'll want to reduce your tax liability when your tax rates are their highest. Most people pay the most taxes they ever will while working in their highest income years, that's usually between the ages of 35 and 55. Conversely, typically lower retirement incomes tend to incur modest tax bills. Therefore, sometimes it makes sense to postpone paying taxes now and pay them later, as would be the case when you have a traditional IRA. For other people, it might ultimately be more financially fruitful to go ahead and deal with the tax bill now and enjoy tax-free distributions from a Roth IRA later, assuming you're eligible to contribute to a Roth. Obviously, this requires some conjecture on your part. Some people continue to see wage increases every year, up until they retire while others may voluntarily begin working less if they've earned plenty early in their careers before the usual peak earnings age around 50. It also requires guesswork as to prospective changes to tax rates and you should discuss the matter with a qualified tax professional who's familiar with your particular situation. Regardless, it's possible that contributing to a Roth or reducing your taxable income by making contributions to a traditional IRA right now ultimately means you're leaving money on the table. And here's the thing, right? I would have to agree with that. And the thing is, it all depends on your situation, and a lot of people don't understand this, but guess what? Personal finance is, in fact, personal Right, So if you're in a situation where you are able to to completely max out your 401k and get like a 100% match, that is a very ideal way to uh, lower your taxes while also basically (laughs) pretty much just immediately doubling your money right, like, if you want to double your money, that is, like, the most immediate way, right, and it's a pretty awesome way, too, right, because, I mean, your company's basically giving you a 100% match, right, then you could also do the whole, like, Roth IRA, which I believe a lot of people should do, mainly because, let's say that you have both a 401k and a Roth IRA, right, but you know, you're at retirement age, right? So both of these retirement accounts end up getting to the $1 million value amount, right? Now with the 401k, you're going to have to pay taxes if you were to withdraw that money and you're going to have to withdraw that money eventually, right? So the $1 million actually isn't $1 million, whereas with the Roth IRA, since you already paid the taxes on that money, well, when you take it out, because you're going to have to take it out, eventually, that $1 million is actually going to be a $1 million. And I think more people would actually lean more towards that way, be like, yeah, I'd rather have a $1 million if it actually says a $1 million, right? So that's something to really think about. By the way, if you want to learn how to get out of debt and master your money, go to forwardingbox.com. Feel free to submit your personal finance question or story.